In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Christ the King. The serious use of that title, King, is a little lost on our culture in this time of history. When we think of the word king, our nation's history saw kingship in terms of tyranny. Maybe images of the legendary, goodly King Arthur come to mind. Maybe King Kong comes to mind. The most common use of king we might hear is about LeBron James. He is King James. There is another king we recognize as well. Just driving down the street, you will see Burger King. Have you ever noticed what Burger King's slogan is? It's printed on their cups and bags and containers, employees' name tags. It says, have it your way. Have it your way. Is that the kind of kingship we celebrate today on this feast? We might also think not of king, but queen, the queen of hearts in Alice in Wonderland. When Alice comes to her and says, I'm just trying to find my way home. And the queen yells at her saying, all ways are my ways. How eager our culture is to get it my way. In the Old Testament, the Israelites begged God for a king because all the other nations had kings. God said, but I am your king. If I give you a king, you'll turn away from me. He warned them of the evil kings that would lead them into trouble and unhappiness, sin and death. And they said, oh, no, 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 we'll be good. We can handle it. And God said, okay, have it your way. He respected their freedom. Sure enough, the consequences God warned them came to pass. If we don't do it God's way, if we sin... Not only is it sinful and insulting to our Lord, it will not make us happy in the long run. Yet God in his love and providence continues to respect our freedom, even as we say, my way, my way, my way. God has not abandoned us, though. He has given us the real king, his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. For he has shown us the real way, the true way. He shows us how we are to give our will over to God. He shows us how to sacrifice. Christ's way shows us real freedom. In our modern secular age, which sees freedom always as my way, as relativistic, as merely subjective, the feast of Christ the King is a barrier against that philosophy. The church wants us to celebrate this feast, keeping that in mind. It's an antidote to today's secularism. Because Christ's kingship reigns over all, and he reigns with truth and compassion 
and love. In the gospel today, Christ says, those who are of the truth hear my voice. We who are baptized into his body, the church, we feed on Christ's very body and blood. We are brought into his company and communion. We are citizens of his kingdom of truth. And we're meant to live it. While the kingdom of God has been established in the person of Christ, we can look around and see, well, the kingdom is not yet fulfilled yet. It's not fulfilled here. But the inauguration of that kingdom is meant to happen through the church, powered by Christ's love in the sacraments, extending out in service, compassion, love, mercy. When we pray the Pater Noster, Adveniat regnum tuum, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom comes through the celebration we have right here, right now. Truly, his kingdom is pouring through us if we participate, if we are open. And not only here, but as we go forward through our penance, our sacrifice, our living lives of sanctity. From the preface for today, the church prays that Jesus offering himself should accomplish the sacrifice of man's redemption and hand over to the divine majesty and eternal and everlasting kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. From uniting our sacrifice with the perfect sacrifice of Christ, we come to share in that kingdom. The post-communion prayer today says, After receiving the food of immortality, Lord, we pray that we who glory in our service under the banner of Christ the King may come to reign forever with him in his heavenly home. We yearn for the kingdom, yet knowing the kingdom is not here yet. Especially in this current election season when we are often caught up with personalities or other things like that promising the kingdom here on earth we know that is not true our hope always is in Christ and his kingdom which is not of this world on this feast of Christ the king we also remember Christ is not only the king he is our high priest And as you heard Rob before Mass on this Priesthood Sunday, Christ Christ established the ministerial priesthood for the church to help inaugurate that kingdom in his people. This whole thing with having it my way, for myself as well, my own vocation story, For many years, I asked this question, what do I want to do? Throughout high school, I want to be an architect. I tried some of that. Well, I want to be a Marine and be a pilot. Well, I tried that too. 
What's my way in life? What do I want? Eventually, God graced me with this question. God, what are you calling me to do? What is your way for me? Just that one question changed my life around. All of a sudden, different doors opened. God's way brings us happiness, brings us joy, brings us freedom. As we celebrate the Mass today, may we participate more and more in his kingdom. May we receive from the sacraments his love and mercy. May we therefore bring the kingdom of his love into our world, always knowing that even if it won't happen here, we are destined for holiness and eternal life with Christ the King and our eternal priest. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.